Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 14. I'm Connor Murphy with Grace Matthews out in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How are you doing today? Hi, Connor. I'm great. Hi, everybody. How's, how's your day going so far? It is going really well. We're moving towards the weekend. Got a great big weekend. You know, here it is Friday already. Got um, my alma mater. Going to tailgate for the football game. Oh, cool. Fun. And that's always fun. I, I don't care all that much about the football game, but I do love tailgating. Okay. And what, then there's what team? Missouri State University Bears. Well, there you go. See, I'm Canadian. I don't know that stuff. And I'm from yeah. Saskatchewan originally, so I, no other football team exists other than the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'm a member <laughs> of Rider Nation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We have... Uh, a lot of ties with Missouri State Bears. Yeah, cool. I, my son played football with them, and my guy did, and so you know. Cool. So it's, it's a it's, it's a little it's, bit of nostalgia as well, then. It is a whole and lot tradition. of nostalgia, and then afterwards is the Oktoberfest. Oh, beer! Yay! Yeah. Well, I don't drink the beer, but you know, I got a big Yeti. Well, maybe with, with some. <laughs> cider and stuff in it <laughs> ah maybe i should take a flight out there and check out this oktoberfest beer for you well and you know what and we've got this food truck competition oh, so every food no. truck in missouri is going to be coming down here for this competition and they give free food out oh my is that one hell of a saturday coming <laughs> why didn't you tell me this was going to happen Next year. Yeah, next how year. exciting. Absolutely. Promise yeah. me. And then we could do some podcasts in the same studio. That would be, you know what, that would be, that would be so cool. Yeah. That would almost rival my Saturday. But, cool. you know. What are we talking we about go. today? Well, I, I want to share something because, you know, we're growing. You talked a little bit about it the other day. I want to talk about it again today. Dueling Dialogue, the site. Right. Um, you know, the issues are tough, even complicated, but knowing is empowering. Right. In a global right. society, keeping up with the news is vital. The impact is widespread, and gathering valuable current knowledge is time-consuming. Mm -hmm. Here at the Right Left Chronicles, we, Connor, me, Grace, are happy to provide a common-sense, opinion-based view of current topics through our articles and podcasts. But we know there is often a need to know more, and we've got you covered on our sister site, Dueling Dialogue. 
We know you're busy and we would love to help you stay informed and save some time. At DuelingDialogue.com, you can gain access to the top 20 political news sites, the top 20 political podcasts, and they're updated every 30 minutes. Yes, one blog, one web address gains you access to all the latest published articles and podcasts. Best of all, it's free. And I know you've got something else to say about all that. Oh, it, well, the site is looking good and it's running a lot better than it than originally. So I'm very happy with it. And on the right sidebar, we've got some links for media fact checks. So check your media, whether they're sitting on the left or the right, or you maybe even know that, but you can check the pulse of, of where your media lies on the scale. Um, we, also, we've got some links to Snopes.com, which basically is... Um, a site that will debunk a lot of the myths and the lies and the fake stories that float around the the internet and on social media. So those are on the, you'll find the links on the right hand side when you visit the page. And if you're on a mobile, it will likely be in a couple spots on the mobile version. So uh, you can't miss it. Yeah, it's a great site and you did a great job designing this site, Connor. Thank you. I am very proud of you. Well, it's I can't take full credit for it. Uh, the great tech support at IX Hosting. I mean, bringing in all those feeds was very, very... It, it is hard on the server. Um, and those guys took one look at it. It was two in the morning when I was trying to speed up the site. And they did their magic. And in a couple of minutes, that site just was working amazing and i i want to thank ix hosting for for giving me a hand to really make that site work really really well so thank you well, that's, ix that's awesome that's and awesome yeah. specifically mariana i think your name is uh great job thank you so much above and beyond you know a lot of people do some very cool things there are other blogs and sites that you know, I love, and they don't necessarily have a darn thing to do with politics. But I want to point out a couple of articles on one of those sites, oh, livestrong.com. Um, the first article is, this is the average number of sexual partners people have state by state by Leah Groth. Please check it out. It will tell in your state how sexually active people are, or maybe more importantly, how honest they are. (laughs) (laughs) By the same author, same site, we have this. And this is for you, Connor. Yes. Women were Viking warriors too. Thank you very much. Again, Leah Groth, quoting Leah's article. It turns out... The remains of a Viking warrior, this was like a warrior they they found, they uncovered the bones like in the 1800s. With weapons and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hitherto, mistakenly, and one might add sloppily, assumed to be male, are in fact female. Not only was this warrior a female, but she is also thought to have been a military leader. A warrior, princess, huh. if you will. Again, live strong, great stuff. 
absolutely great stuff. So I think are you are you like a Viking descent? Uh, no, no, but I I thought you were. No, but I do have some uh, like Viking descendant friends, Um, and there is a very big settlement uh, in Manitoba, kind of right in the center of Canada, that um, it has a big Viking settlement. And Icelandic, wow. I think. Yeah, it's it's yeah. uh, the kind of like city. Minnesota. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Vikings in Minnesota. And I, you know, I believe they were here way before Christopher Columbus. I do too, and that's that's another story for another day. Yeah. In fact, I've written about that before. Sure, that is interesting. Okay, here's something that affects you up there in Canada and us down here in the United States. And it's part of our political potpourri. We're going to continue with that today. Awesome. So the Cuban sonic boom, we all know Obama had a soft spot for Cuba. He triumphantly visited there towards the end of his administration. He even quoted Lloyd Young. My lifetime has spanned a time of isolation between us. I have come here to bury the last remnant of the Cold War in the Americas. The photos were lovely. Obama took his entire family to the communist-ruled country. Cuba created posters with portraits of Raul Castro and Barack Obama. They were everywhere. The Boston Globe called it U.S. President Barack Obama and Cuban President Raul Castro Castro's crowning moment that kind of has to make anyone feel a bit warm and fuzzy inside, at Mm. least until you know. Obama's ongoing thank you gift began to surface months after his iconic trip to the island. It seems in the wake of the former president's visit, several U.S. and Canadian diplomats are victims of a sonic weaponry attack. By the Cuban government, the victims suffer from a variety of debilitating symptoms. Most prominent is headaches and hearing loss. These symptoms are unique to those serving respectively at the Canadian and American embassies in Havana. The Castros apparently haven't changed. Power and control over their people cannot be diminished by a sweet-talking, fun-loving American president. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel I got to look a little deeper into that. Yeah. I've never heard that story. You haven't? No. I've I've heard it a little bit for a couple of weeks. It's getting worse. It started. Apparently, the Canadians, two Canadian diplomats, first experienced it, followed by the American diplomats. And in the midst of this, and I don't know if it's because of this, we have ousted a couple of Cuban embassy, I don't know when to call them diplomats because I don't know if they're diplomats or just, you know, Cubans working at the embassy. So I don't know what exactly we know. I know that some of this stuff, some of this concerning the sonic boom is still classified because the spokesperson for the State Department uh, and the Secretary of State she alluded to the fact that there was parts of this that she could not report on at this time because they were classified. So, hmm. 
bad deal. Bad yeah. deal. No. And in the Who wake of Obama's... That? Who reported um, that? The Boston Globe, okay. um, the State Department is who reported the sonic boom. I, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like the National Enquirer or something. No, like that. no, so this was the this actual. Legit. It was Heather Nowert, okay. the spokesperson for the um, for Rex Tillerson and mm. the State Department. So, wow. yeah, and. So it is it is legitimate. At first, when I first heard it, I kind of thought it was fake news or some conspiracy theory or some sort of thing, you know, because I heard it a few months ago and then didn't hear anything else. But it's, it's a real deal. And in the like I said, in the wake of what Barack Obama did for Cuba and, you know, loosening some of the sanctions Right. Visiting there with his family. It was a long visit. You know, it was a playful visit. I think that's really a kick in the teeth. Yeah, that is horrible. No, and it, that's it, what the Cuban Americans tried to tell him. These these Castros will make you believe something and then kick you when you're down. I didn't I mean, expect that, was, that at yeah, all. Especially when they want to improve everything, but... I think you got to look at this kind of like Kim Jong-un, okay? What is most important to them is what their people believe. And loosening and having good relations with another country does not help them contain the power they have over their own people. It's different than you think. The way they think is different. And I, I think we're seeing much the same thing in the Castro regime that we see in the Un, the Kim Jongs. Right. The same sort of methods of brainwashing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have you ever heard the Canadian conspiracy regarding Cuba? No. Look at a picture of Castro when he was young mm-hmm. and take a look at at a picture of Justin Trudeau. Really? Uh, Margaret Trudeau, Justin's mom, was kind of a hippie back then. Yeah. So there was this conspiracy theory that uh, Justin is actually <laughs> Castro's son. <laughs> Illegitimately. Up. Oh, yeah. It was big in the Crack news here for a up. while. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to dig some of that up and, and uh, send it to you. Yeah, and that would be great, too. Oh, yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah we, sh- we should do a, f- we should do a, f- uh, a future podcast show on uh, conspiracy theories. I well, think it would be a lot is, of fun. Absolutely. And it is totally possible. I'm saying possible, not probable, okay? Because Castro was educated in the United States. He's an attorney. I mean, Fidel, Fidel, not Raul. Well, Justin's parents, uh, uh, Pierre Elliott and his wife Margaret, visited Cuba. So this is this. Yeah. So there's some actual timeline stuff that you know could possibly, possibly. I don't know. It just spawned a really funny conspiracy theory, though. Yeah, I love that. Okay, fun. Oh, speaking of conspiracy theories, this isn't really a conspiracy theory, but, you know, Hillary Clinton seems like she came 
from a conspiracy theory. <laughs> she will not go away. Okay. I know. Get the hook. Someone get the hook. Just get her off the stage. Bye, Hillary. Oh You're done. Gosh. Move on. This statement she said yesterday, she didn't understand why people don't just trust the government. Now, I mean, <laughs> okay, this was like creepy-like. Like like she was a Castro or something like, you must trust the government. And the government knows what's best for you. And you don't know. It was that kind of statement. And when she said it, it was like loony. Yeah, well, she is loony. It, I That's mean, my opinion. The poor Democrats. She will not go away. She started this book tour. Okay. She's like herpes. You now, can't get rid of her. I, I have to hand her this. She's written several books and has supposedly never made her advance. She's probably going to make the advance this time. Okay. Hmm. The book's title is What Happened? And it's 500 pages of blame for her loss in the 2016 race. Right. It has nothing Trump. to do with her. Yeah. The, the, the question is, Will she ever retire and enjoy her grandchildren? Probably not. I mean, it's, it's, she, she's, she's miserable. Well, someone she needs to get the hook. She enjoys being miserable, maybe. Well, you know, like, she... like Raymond from Everybody Loves Raymond. He was not comfortable being happy. Right. She is like the female Raymond. <laughs> She's just really good at pointing fingers and putting the blame on other people. And the whole reason she is not president right now is her. Exactly. And how does she call herself a strong woman yet is a victim of everyone? I'm curious if she even brought up uh, Bill's affairs and stuff like that in the book. I don't know. I haven't read the book. I have to admit that. Yeah. Now. Well, I'm not going to read it either. You know, it's just... 500 pages of, I crazy. didn't do anything wrong? No. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And, and a side note on this, this morning, um, or yesterday morning, Lindsey Graham is getting aggressive, warning James Comey to prepare for a subpoena to explain the mountain of discrepancies in his statements and testimonies concerning... None other than Hillary Clinton's email case. <laughs> no, that's just a story that won't go away either. But, you know, there's stuff there. Now, are we going to just leave it alone? Or are we going to do something about it? If we're just going to talk about it, don't, don't subpoena him. But if we're actually going to do something about it, by all means, subpoena him. Yeah, I, you know, get off the pot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm so tired of, of Hillary, and I can't believe that they're they're still hanging on. Like, well, and Democrats, Democrats have yeah. to want her to go away because how are they going to move forward? I don't know. Like I said earlier, she's like a herpy. You can't get rid of her. Yeah, it's the Clinton machine just, just stays and stays and stays. Just like the Energizer battery. <laughs> Yeah, someone pull the batteries, please. Oh please. my God. Hillary, pull move the batteries. on. Yeah. Hillary, move Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kim Jong un. 
Oh, don't I love this. I love this. Sometimes the Brits just get it, you know. I have to start with this update. Uh, it's a recent quote from The Guardian in the UK. It says a lot about the world that the only man on good terms with both Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un is a former basketball player. According to The Guardian. <laughs> How did I know man, where this was going? Yeah, that once married himself could possibly be the key player in preventing Armageddon. In an interview with Good Morning Britain, the former NBA champion offered to straighten things out between his friends, Trump and Kim Jong-un. We can rest well believing Dennis Rodman will save us. According to the Daily Mail, Kim Jong-un is a fan of... Manchester United Soccer, the British football team. He even allows his state-ran TV to broadcast games to his subjects. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's big news. That is big, yeah. yeah. What if they accidentally do an ESPN now and say something political? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What in the uh, hell happens then? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just gets more bizarre all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's even a picture on one of the UK um, sites with him in the Manchester United t red T-shirt. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's That's a little over the top. Oh, it's over the top. It is so over the top. Yeah. On a more serious note, though, as... We all believe that Benghazi was over with. And, you know, I, I don't know how we believe that because four Americans died and their families are devastated because they just don't have answers. And the way this thing went down is just so distressing. Um, the Washington Free Beacon reports two security contractors blew the whistle on Hillary Clinton's State Department. In an interview with Fox News' Catherine Herridge, they reported being silenced in relation to lapses in Benghazi. On September 11, 2012, four Americans were killed, including the U.S. ambassador to Libya and the monumental breach of security at the U.S. diplomatic compound. Executive security contractor and former Special Forces soldier told Herridge the U.S. ambassador is dead, and nobody is held accountable for it. Brad Owens, a former Army intelligence officer, officer, agreed, adding those who made the poor choices that actually, I would say, were responsible for the Benghazi's attacks than anyone else, they're still in the same positions, making security choices for our embassies overseas now. The United States Congress in current laws, mandates, contracts be awarded to the lowest bidder. I, I bring that up because that's important to the rest of the story. This is without regards to the company's ability to fill those obligations. In other words, they may not be able to do the job in a manner in which would be let's say, acceptable, 
but the lowest bid must be the accepted bid. In 2012, a few months prior to the Benghazi massacre, Torres bid on the security contract for the State Department. Uh, the contract would have been for the Benghazi compound in particular. According to Torres, quote, the nearly $700,000 deal handled by the State Department contracting officer Jan Vicentainer went to a mysterious foreign company, Blue Mount Group. Harridge says the guards were local hires through another company and not armed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not armed. The budget didn't have guns in it. Oh, my gosh. This is it just it's crazy. Catherine Harridge of Fox News also said that Fox received a classified cable in October of 2012 after the attack that showed Ambassador Chris Stevens and his team knew they were in trouble in mid-August and that they had warned the State Department that radical Islamic groups were everywhere. This is so pitiful. Ultimately, Vistainer called Torres to speak with her at the State Department on the heels of all of this. She said, I and people from Torres, the company, should not speak to the media, should not speak to any officials with respect to the Benghazi program. Sweep it under the rug. Wow. Yeah, and, and four Americans are dead, and you're kidding me. You know, a place like this, they had guards without guns. Yeah, that's very un-American. I mean, that's so ignorant. It, I mean, it's ignorant and cold-hearted. I'm not, I'm not sure which strikes me more. It, it's a story that just tugs at my heart. I've seen a couple of the mothers. I have sons. I cannot even fathom how you would feel. Your son's over there. He dies. Okay. You know that's possible when he goes over there. That's bad enough. But to believe that your country did not even minimally protect your family member is just unbelievable. And you know what? The United States of America is supposed to be above that. Horrible. Horrible. I think shocked that any contract would have been awarded that didn't include guns for security. It just does not make sense. Again, we're down to what happened to common sense. Exactly. Or was there a tone in the past administration? And I say that because when there is a tone in any organization, whether it be a company, even a family, a lot of things happen and it, there's a mirror between sides and recent that, that takes me to the next segment, which is military accidents. Just this morning, an explosion occurred at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. As a result, 15 soldiers are injured. This is just the latest in a long line of military accidents. Yesterday, a, a military vehicle at Camp Pendleton burst into flames, leaving 15 Marines injured and five in critical condition. At Fort Hood, a Blackhawk accident left one dead. Those are just since yesterday. Many blame these cluster of accidents over the past couple of years on military Obama-era budget cuts. 
with military aircraft mechanics going to museums to pull parts from an old out-of-commission craft just to keep wings in the sky. There's a problem. A few weeks ago, the Navy grounded aircraft for a couple of days to assess safety in the wake of several incidents. I mean, it's just, it goes on and on and on. And um, we will do another episode on this because it is a complete episode. But what I was talking about, setting the tone, the Benghazi situation, the lack of military basic needs, there was a tone. And it's going to take a lot of time to reset that tone. Yeah. Um, even pumping money back into it. And I know this is very important to John McCain. Um, he has actually sponsored a bill. I believe that he presented that bill today to the Senate to um, get more money for the military because we are killing our own guys. He claimed this morning we are killing more of our own soldiers than the enemies are just by the lack of equipment, parts. You know, I'm sure it goes on and on. There are also words that are also rumors, I should say, that claim that um, his bill completely goes against the president's um, ideals about military but i i haven't seen that yet right now i see that the focus is on gaining much needed funds for the safety of our military wow you guys already fund a lot of military stuff like more so than anyone else anyone else in the world any other country Oh, yeah, we use more. We have probably one of the largest GDPs in the world, and we certainly um, spend more, a larger percent of our GDP on military than anybody in the world. Right. But I mean, except maybe like Kim Jong, who has like zero GDP and finds all this money for right. <laughs> military, but, you know, I, we're not really counting him. So, okay. um, well, we agree there. We do agree, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Thanks for listening, everybody. Godspeed, Grace. Thanks. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.